On the evening of August 21st, 1955, a family raced into the Hopkinsville, Kentucky police station to report that their house was under attack by a group of alien creatures. These creatures had appeared to try and gain entry to the family's home and were seemingly fended off by two of the men who opened fire on the creatures. This event is one of the most harrowing tales of an extraterrestrial encounter within the UFO world. The idea that otherworldly visitors would apparently choose to terrorize a family is chilling. In January of 1998, a TV special aired that claimed to be clear documentation of another family being assaulted by extraterrestrials within their own home. The video, seemingly recorded on a handheld camcorder, was said to have captured the disturbing final hours of the McPherson family, who disappeared after the night of November 27, 1997. This case file, the theorists fall into some freaky found footage in the incident in Lake County. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 166, The Incident in Lake County. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. What up? Boys are back. We're back. Boys are back in town. Couple beers on a Monday night. Talking Love it. Yeah. Let me crack a cold one. <sighs> Talking a little UFO. So you always know this is a this I want this is a big big topic in ufology. Yeah, like if you were maybe for us we were too young, hundred percent all of us. Dan, no, we were all too young to appreciate this when it was at its peak. But this had a huge impact in the early nineties. This was a, I've never I've always people always said like all oh, the McPherson tapes like you check into it. I never really looked into it till this last week. Pretty convincing. Fucking. For me, interesting st- first wild watch, stuff. wild stuff. So, how do, how do we want to go about this? Because it's based on found footage, technically, right? So, how do we want you just want to go through the event, Dan? You want to bring us through it? Sure, specifically, uh, what we're going to be talking about is the TV special that aired on January 20th, 1998, and it was titled at the time Alien Abduction Incident in Lake County. I remember watching this. When it aired, I remember it coming on TV. It aired on uh, where I was from. The the TV station was called UPN. Um, some people might remember it if you lived on the East Coast of the United States. Now, I remember get it coming on. I remember seeing advertising for it. It was like their first kind of big. Um, it was like their first really big kind of uh, alien thing. I mean, this is still like. You know, X Files was in its 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 uh, in its heyday. This was like right. third season of X Files was running on Fox, um, and this was like kind of piled on to that kind of the whole UFO alien explosion that happened. That was like the '90s, so that all kind of 
came in. Right. Uh, what this uh, TV special portrayed, or what it, what it said that it was it was showing viewers, was footage that had been shot on a home video camera on Thanksgiving, November twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven, in Lake County, Montana, and the family that is in the video. Uh, were known as the McPhersons. And the McPherson family was said to have, you know, the, the, what happened on the video, uh, the TV special, when it began, it said like, this was real. There was no, maybe they didn't say it was real or they they claimed that this was is completely verified as true, but they didn't say that it wasn't. <laughs> they just kind of said, this is actual footage of the McPherson the, family and a harrowing yeah. experience that they had and that, after this video viewer uh, discretion been, advised right there's a lot of lots of warnings that uh you know there's disturbing footage and viewer discretion is advised and that the mcphersons had actually disappeared the entire family was gone uh this was like their last testament and video uh i mean that was it they might not have clarified if it was real or not but they brought in fucking experts you know what i mean like they had child psychologists they had ufo experts they had like doctors with their fucking faces black you know what i mean it's like we're not telling you this is real but we have these real fucking experts, experts to to break these fucking clips down and you're like how i just i'm so blown away at how they got away with this it was like, present it's presented as found footage like their last testimony of their the end of their life before they disappeared is how it was presented like they filmed this whole event throughout the night it was like hours long sporadic sporadic filming hours long and it was presented as these guys got fucked up by aliens is what and you, is what happened you know what is really big about this too is like this is way before found footage genre movies were big like this was before blair witch this was about a year, almost two years before Blair Witch. Yeah. Right? Like that's, it, this was fucking before its time. A year exactly, like Dan said, but it was fucking good. Like it was entertaining. So the the film uh, begins as like, it's it's Thanksgiving, all the families together. It's your basic kind of, uh, you know, uh, family get together. They've all, they're all sitting down to have dinner in the evening of November 27th. And uh, suddenly you have this power outage, right? So, I mean... It's already titled Alien Abduction. So, you know, power goes out. You're like, okay, shit's about to get real, right? Power goes out. Nobody, you know, oh, it's like, oh, it's just a, you know, circuit, circuit blue or something like that. So you have the McPherson brothers. There's three of them, uh, the older, middle and younger. I uh, forget all their names because I probably there's just a bunch of them. Like the McPhersons, there's probably what like eight people or something. Yeah, it's just about. it's referred to as just the McPherson tapes because it's the mainly the McPherson family with I think there's a boyfriend and a girlfriend also. Right. But yeah, majority just McPher the McPherson. So tape. it's yeah of the ones that I, that I specifically remember. There's the three brothers. Um, there's like a younger sister, one younger sister. There's the mother. Uh, the, the father is, is not as absent, uh, at some point. Uh, I don't, I don't think they really specify if he, he died or not. Um, and then there's like the youngest, youngest sister who's about, I think she's supposed to be like eight yeah, or so. Something like that. And then do you have like, uh, one of the, um, one of the guys, like the older brother has a wife, I believe. And then the other one, uh, and then the, the daughter has a boyfriend who's there for Thanksgiving. So the power goes out. So of course, you know, three brothers are like, well, let's go check it out. Now I'm, I 
I have never personally experienced a power outage where you had to go outside and that the circuit breaker is outside of the house. Do you guys, have you guys been to houses like that before? I've never been to one of those. A circuit Um, circuit breaker on the outside of a house is like, that's, that's old school. Yeah. And like, so when we go camping, um, Zell, you've been up to my, the ranch. Yeah. Um, Like if there is electricity, but it's all like one centralized power plant kind of thing where there's a generator and stuff. So you can blow the fuse to the generator. So then you have to like go outside, go for a bit of a hike to the power plant to restart the fuse. So it's not really like unheard of. Well, it's the reason they don't, they don't put fuse boxes on the outside of your house. Then anyone could just walk to your house and (laughs) knock off your power. Any any murderer, just (laughs) click, 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 click. Fuse (laughs) off. Like if we listen, if we learned anything from Jurassic Park, you don't want to be holding on to your butts. Do not go and flip those fucking breakers. <laughs> Sit in the fucking dark, light yeah. some candles. <laughs> that shit never works out. Yeah. Do so. you know, like thinking about that now, how ridiculous that is, is that that all the breakers are so far away from the main <laughs> area of Jurassic Park that you, you have to d- walk outside. Yeah. Oh. oh, no, it's not a big deal. Actually, you just take a left right through the raptor fucking cage cage. You know what I mean? Like no big deal. Like it's all good. They're, they're kind of clever, but don't worry about them. You'll be well, fine. Well, that's, that's a little different, but yes, I, I see John Hammond sitting there. He's like, I've come up with the greatest plan. No one can ever tamper with the fuse boxes because it's underneath the raptor layer. And it's like, but what happens if we blow a fuse? He's like, welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> So you, you they have the the breakers blow. Uh, they go out there and the, the fuse box is it's melted. Like it's when they it's look at it, it's fried. fried. That thing is toasted. It looks uh, like when I brought an American power cord power bar with me to Thailand and plugged it in by mistake. Just <laughs> massive currency melted. overload or yeah. current overload. Now the the brothers while they're out there, then they they sight a, a mysterious light which kind of flies over near the woods near their house um and they kind of figure like well okay let's go check that out um you know or kind of figure out what what's going on so they go over there um they witness a couple of transformers blowing like i'm pretty sure like there's just well, like exactly like they, they, they actually there. said like oh i wonder if it's that big transformer in the field we should go check it out and sure enough why when there's they- a transformer in the middle of a field like I guess if I guess if they bring in power from the road, there's and the the best place for the pole is in the middle of your field. I guess, but they they actually specifically say like, oh, it must be that transformer in the neighbor's field. We should go check it out. And when they get get there, sure enough, the transformer is arcing. Right, they were so, dead, dead on it. And we've talked I, about this. that's a that's an interesting thing to think. I mean, I don't. I guess if we don't know, maybe one of them's electrical engineer. Wor- yeah, electrical engineer or something. But I've never been in a power outage to be like, holy smokes, guys, let's go check out the Transformer. Well, I mean, it's a it's a farm. Like, I bet you yeah. it's happened to them before. Maybe. You know what Probably. I mean? And that's, that was the instinct, the Transformer right. blew they, before. Um, even the, the melted fuse box doesn't seem to alarm them all that much. Like, they're kind of like, well, this happens. Like, it's lightning. The power company out here. They claim it was lightning. They're like, it must have been lightning, which. Yeah, and- which is crazy because it's like, it's not storming outside. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> like, Dr- ball lightning. Nuts? Dry lightning. It's ball lightning. Well, we get to that. So, yeah, they got these arcing transformers when they get out there. And then they find, you know, when shit starts to get serious, they see. Uh, it can only be described as like it, it's it's a ufo like they see it it's sitting in the field it's there's pu- like smoke parked. around it um 
you know, and, and, and like from their vantage point in the woods, they can see figures exit this craft and stand directly outside of it. And they seem to be, I mean, one of the brothers in the video, uh, you know, makes the comment that he, these, these creatures or these figures have some sort of like device, which emits some type of, I mean, it looks like a laser. It's yeah, very much a laser. It's like a really skinny lightsaber. It looks right. it looks like a power one of those powerful like laser pointers. Usually they're green or whatever, but it's a red one. Purple. Dan had a purple one that would burn you. That was a sweet, <laughs> that was a sick one. That was fucking great. <laughs> but yeah, it was Yeah. So they're looking down, they see the ship, and inside the ship they like kind of see maybe something moving around, and all of a sudden the figures exit the craft with their little laser. It's a, it's a laser, it's a, like a laser scalpel almost. And it looks I, like... I mean, that's exactly what it looks like because these creatures seem to be using it to, uh, you know, perform cattle mutilations because there's a, there's a, seems to be a dead cow on the ground that they are cutting up or they are pointing the laser at and you can kind of hear a little bit of like a, you know, like a burning cutting sound and things yeah. like that. And, and one now, of the brothers goes on and says, it's, it's, it's cutting up the cattle. And if you think about it, some of the cattle mutilation, you know, things we've seen and, you know, the, the images of these, these cows that have seemingly like their flesh and stuff just peeled like clean off the bone. Right. A tool like this makes perfect sense. Right. I like, don't, some, I don't, like well, it's weird though. Like if it was, if it's powerful just to cut through the skin like that, you think it's going to fucking cut through the bone too. Dude, Maybe, I was thinking right? the like, same thing. Like if you have that powerful a laser that can slice through your skin, why is it stopping before it gets through would, the what bone? Are the, what are those saws they use to cut casts that don't cut your skin? You know what I mean? If you get a cast on your arm and they go to saw it off, they use that saw that doesn't cut your doesn't cut through your skin. Well, I, I think. Well, it, I mean, it if you put you. it on your skin directly and go like this, it's going to cut your skin. Because it, it's not, it's not like a saw blade. It's like a vibrating. It doesn't have teeth, but it, so it cuts yeah. through the fiberglass. And if it hits your skin, it might burn you a little bit, but it's not going to like cut you right away. So what I'm saying is, I'm just saying maybe we're not giving these UFOs enough credit. Maybe this powerful bean has something like that where it's like it's only set to f- uh, oh, whatever so, for oh. for flesh right when it hits something like calcium or bone it's not it doesn't react it doesn't have the same reaction so you said it and saying. that yeah. makes that makes sense like to me what it looked like like it looked very surgical to me obviously we didn't get a good view of it though you know what i mean like it looked very like they looked like it didn't necessarily look like a mutilation as opposed to maybe they were trying to eviscerate you know, eviscerate it you know what i mean pull out the organs or you know maybe they were looking for something it looked like a dissection yeah. more like, yeah, like that, like, that's the vibe I got from it, but right. So I get that. So, so yeah, yeah, I get uh, it. yeah. These these creatures seem to be uh, performing some sort of experiment or dissection on a cattle that is out in front of their craft, and the uh, the three brothers are, are witnessing this, and they're they're you know understandably freaking out. And then one of the the creature holding the the instrument uh, pops its head up, and then seems to see them, and then points the device at them, uh, where one of the uh, one of the brothers cries out in pain of some sort and then they take off running that's that's equivalent to like if me and andrew like we're in a field with primitive tools (laughs) and we're like hey let's cut open this animal to see what's in and then someone startled us and we just threw whatever tool we're using at the people (laughs) and hit them with like that's essentially what they they didn't scream we would have screamed as we saw (laughs) yeah 
I just flash it at them, but it seemingly hits him in the hand. Like he's hurt. Right. So when they they get back to the house, he's holding his hand and it, uh, you know, it's describing some type of pain uh, that he's experiencing uh, from from seemingly contact with that instrument or whatever the beam from that from that object. Right. So they get back to the house and then what happens is there's this um, very shortly after, like they're trying to describe to the other family members about what they saw. They we saw something seen out there. a fucking alien. It shot this guy in the hand with a laser. Right. And they're like, oh, I yeah, don't know right. how you explain to your family members that, but they, they try to do their best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the, to say that I got shot in my fucking hand by a laser beam from a goddamn alien. Like, <laughs> yes. Know? Believable story. Oh, sure, bro. Yeah. Okay. And uh, shortly after this happens, uh, there, there's this, there seems to be this high frequency sound that seems to be coming from uh, one of them kind of like, it seems to be coming from inside the house or at least in a centralized location of the house. And the, the frequency sound, like it is painful to everyone in the house. Uh, if you watch closely though, you can see that the youngest girl uh, the daughter is, seems, she's unaffected seems unaffected she's not covering her ears like the adults in the room are all kind of covering their ears um you know uh groaning in pain and, and whatever and it seems to be um you know it, it's definitely something that is it, it, uncomfortable to it's, say the least it about seems what to be like to growing it, it's interesting too because you'd think like you know what i mean as the older you get the worse your hear your hearing gets, right? And she's right. the only one unaffected by this fucking high pitched sound. Yeah, right. Like it's so. I don't know. That was kind of confusing to me, but like it, that also kind of reminded me of the infrasound. You know what I mean? Like we kind of touched mm-hmm. on that on yeah. Diet's Love Pass, like that mm-hmm. that deafening sound that made you go crazy, right? Right. So I mean, we've talked about that in, in, in infrasound and and things like uh you know there's a theory that it's in you know Bigfoot is able to do this, that there's also evidence that supports <laughs> That's Bigfoot. That. Bigfoot screams infrasound. Ah! Well, there's also, there's also evidence to support. And I'm not I sure love that. If it's 100%, but some predators do that as well. I think a tigers are, are one of the, the uh, natural predators that are, that are known for using infrasound to kind of like stun their prey. Uh, if for a second, for like a moment. So infrasound is like a super low sound, almost inaudible. Right. And then you right. have like an ultrasound, which is, is a, high, which is a very high pitched. Oh, so big. So whatever's happening, so low. whatever's <laughs> happening to these people, it seems like it, uh, as you watch it, it seems like it starts and it starts growing in intensity to the point where like they're like on the ground, like grabbing their ears like they can't take it anymore, except for the girl. It's almost like either she can't hear it or like the sound is maybe not even coming from ex- like from outside maybe they're hearing it they're experiencing it internally that's and you what, know what, what and the thing is here's what it just this just popped into my head now but like you know how like when you're young you can have fucked up hearing and shit and you like get tubes in your ears and stuff so maybe it has something to do with like you know what i mean maybe she has we don't know the family history very well right. so like maybe the, the daughter is has some sort is of deaf? hearing She's deaf. No, is that what you're asking? But maybe she, I don't know, maybe <laughs> okay. she doesn't, can't hear the tone or something. Maybe I don't she's know. She's got a so well. ear infection that's preventing maybe. her from hearing. No, maybe because most humans hear between like 40 hertz to 18,000, right? 
but maybe she has like a, it could be that she has like a, a hearing impairment where she maybe doesn't hear the high frequencies as much. Maybe it cuts or, off at six or 8,000 or something. She doesn't hear the high pitch. Or maybe they're purposely not affecting so, her for yes, reasons. That's maybe. very possible. That's another, that's a very good point. Because I, I got theories as we continue, I'm going to merge a couple of theories here, but for now we'll, we'll, we'll keep moving. Yeah. So this definitely uh, appears, or the, the 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 oldest brother, at least, or the two older brothers, uh, kind of take this as some sort of uh, aggressive move by these, uh, you know, their ETs, for lack of a better word or whatever, like just to simplify it. Uh, these things are, you know, they believe that something is going on and that these creatures are probably out to get them. So the one older brother, of course, what do you do? You grab your closest roll of electrical tape and you duck <laughs> and you tape your flashlight onto your shotgun. That's yep. what you do. You know, you know, as you do, I you suppose. Have to. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, you know, the mom asks like her very first question is, is not a concern about these aliens and what we're going to do, but what about the food? Because they're, they're all getting ready to go. They're like, the brothers are convinced that they should leave. Like they're the, you know, I think they're all pretty much uh, decided like we need to go. Yeah, we, we got to get the hell out now. of here. Yeah, We need to get out of here. Um, you know, and the mom uh, it says, uh, what about the food? And I, you know, that is a ridiculous question. Dude, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving dinner. There's also aliens. It's Thanksgiving dinner. You got, you got mashed potatoes. You got the turkey, the stuffing. I mean, yeah, what about it? Yeah, you, let's eat it. We're gonna turn off the stoves. Like, what? Fucking what? Take out. What are you doing? <laughs> Grab some handfuls, stuff them in your pockets. You but got like, one last meal before you get shredded by alien lasers. Make some. Yeah. Make some. Qu quickly make some turkey sandwiches. That's all the I fixings. Mean, to be fair, mom's to been be fair. dipping into the wine. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah. That is, that that is liquid definitely courage. noticeable throughout this. Uh, this found footage is that the mom is you will not see her without a wine glass in her hand. I didn't notice it's, it until someone mentioned in our little group chat. They're like, what about the, the mom with the wine glass? And I went back. I was like, yeah, you're right. She never, every time you see her, she's like swirling if, a wine like glass. Like this, this found footage was ahead of its time. It was ahead of the Blair Witch Project and it was ahead of Trailer Park Boys Julian. This is where obviously they got inspiration for Julian always having a rum and coke. <laughs> she didn't spill a drop. Not a drop. I never... Never. I mean, shit hits the fan as and we're going to get to. But her glasses still, never, it never goes down and you yeah. never see her, her, her fillet. So, uh, yeah, so now, now the brothers go outside because, uh, you know, they've decided we need to leave at this point and they go outside to uh, start the cars. They get out to the cars, you know, of course, batteries are dead. And, and we, this is not just know, dead. We mentioned about this and other They're things. Melted. You know, have it. Uh, well, they're. I don't know if they were melted, but the, they were melted. the batteries no. were definitely dead. No, dude. The, well, no, he popped melted. the hood and oh, they, they were the hood melted. Mel yeah, just like melted. the fuse box, the actual battery looked like it had been like it exploded. Okay. Struck the, by lightning. Obviously. Yeah, so the car. So now you have the house lightning. power knocked out. The, their escape vehicle. It, what kind of vehicle was it? Was it like a Ford Bronco or something? Or? Yeah, it looked like an old like fucking camper special. Yeah. Anyway, so t house fried, house circuit board fried. Car battery fried in similar fashion. Right. So they, uh, at this point, um, they try to start going uh, back in the house. And then you see this something like they can see something on the roof. Is it they can hear it on the roof? 
Or they go back inside and they can hear something on the roof. Yeah, the pitter patters. Yeah, but they right, and then they get eyes on it though. We definitely right. See so, it. You, but you see it for like a flash. You they see a flash because they they run outside. You know, the, you know, Big Bro's got his duck, his electrical tape flashlight, MacGyver, yeah, the tactical shotgun. Goes outside uh, to, to get a good look at the roof and and see what out there. And camera boy goes with him, and you see something go inside. You see just the flash of something go inside one of the attic windows yeah. uh, I mean, on top of the house. And at that point in time, I think we can all agree is when you burn the fucking house. Down. <laughs> yeah. That's I, it. Just yeah, burn down. It's that. fucked. It's <laughs> That's gone. when you run. Yeah, Completely justifiable. Yeah. Torch it. <laughs> Whoever's in it. Sorry. You got to go to. But yeah, think about that house. though. You're in the house and you're like, I think it's on the roof. Like, no, it's a good idea. Run out of the house with the camera and the shotgun to film the roof. Madness. Fucking madness. I, I, you know what, though? Here's the thing. If if this was us and we had a camcorder and a shotgun, are you telling me we're not going outside to try to get a shot of this thing? Andrew's in the closet. Yeah, yeah. Brain's in the 100%. closet. Zell's in the closet. Dan's in the closet. No one's leaving. Yeah, nobody's Dan's, going anywhere. Dan's duct taped the camcorder and the flashlight to the shotgun. <laughs> yeah, that's smarter, actually. That makes sense. That's a little. Then you, you know what? You could you could duct tape the camera to the top of the shotgun. Duct tape the flashlight to the bottom. So as you look down the shotgun, you got a perfect field of view. You can see the barrel. You got it all covered in one one fell swoop. Uh, so. It goes through one of the windows. I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not 100% sure it led into the attic as opposed to led into one. I think it actually led into one of the bedrooms. It looked like a dormer. So in like in the upstairs of a house, like there's a certain style of framing, which allows like you to build rooms into the attic. It's called a dormer. Okay. So yeah. it looks like it's part of the roof. And that's what it looks it looked like. It looked like a window for ants. It was tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had a little dormer window and it looks like Zoolander the alien, this, like the ET enters the house e. through that small window in the roof. Right. So they, but they have some idea of where it is. So, uh, big bro, uh, and, and, and camera boy and other brother, they all go upstairs cause they can kind of hear it like moving around upstairs and they, uh, they, they get up the stairs to the second level of the house and the, the window, I suppose, or at least where they think it is, it's at the very end of the hallway and there's a closed door at the end of the hallway. So they're kind of all creeping up onto it. When suddenly you see the that same beam, that same that same uh, instrument or whatever, the red beam, red beam come through the door, and uh, Big Bro just you know pulls a trigger on that thing and and shotguns that door real quick. Fuck yeah! It was no hesitation. The light came oh, in, right. and now bang down the and hallway, <laughs> right? Puts a hole in that door. Then something really strange happens. It does. Where it's that everyone, you know, you're pretty sure that you shot something through that door and everyone just seems to, to, well, the creepiest thing is that the, the youngest daughter says, we all need to go downstairs now. Like the, the daughter that was immune to the fucking sound. It sounds right. like the girl from Resident Evil. You're all going to die down here. That's what well, it kind of reminded right. me of. It's like, okay, freaky little girl. Another, well, another thing to mention about this little girl. So not only is she affected by the sound and she's the one that's telling everybody to go down, but this entire time, everybody's shit in their pants and she's just like fucking mellow. Just cool like as a cucumber the whole time. Not stressing out, totally relaxed. Like, mommy, I want some water. Like that type of shit. Like just chill. 
Yeah. It's weird. So it's weird. everyone seems to forget right there that they shotgunned a fucking alien through the door and they all just go back downstairs. Yeah. Totally. Just, just everybody just goes now, downstairs. And it is, was, this, yeah, but could this be, if there's, we know there's potentially others around, could this be some sort of maybe defense mechanism of like, like say if let's just put yourself in the position of this creature. Say you get wounded maybe they have sort of some defense mechanism where they can do some sort of fucking psychic blast to make you forget about what just happened. So you're kind of like confused and you're like, Oh, let's go back. So you forget about it for a second, giving it a chance to escape or right. I'm just spitballing here ideas of why that right. would happen. Or maybe they thought they're like fucking rights. We got that cocksucker. Let's fucking chill. <laughs> yeah. We're you know good. what I mean? Like the one thing that bothers me is there was no one liner after. That was bullshit. Gotcha, <laughs> motherfucker. The, yeah. yeah that keep was a the big change. Thing. Something well, like that, you know? uh, at the, like, the this TV special, you know, post-production, they, they say that the, the footage that is within, the, there's a small frame of time, there's a small time frame between that shotgunning of the door and then them returning to the downstairs where there is, like, a, a kind of chunk of time that's kind of missing or that the, the footage was, like, pretty uh pretty messed up at, at some point um they're saying that they cleaned it up later and there there's just like a footage of them where where some stuff happened and but they're not but nobody really seems to remember it in well, the rest of the video exactly like the, the, the people don't really remember it the whole time of the video it keeps like in the found like the in the found footage claimed found footage the video would go like it goes static, like goes white noise between scenes and like it, at random times. And they say during that time, Dan was talking about is it goes like it does that for like three and a half minutes straight. It's un, it's inaudible and you can't see anything. And they're saying that that's why that they don't really talk about the shot alien, I guess. Well, and like maybe, you know, like Braden was touching on, like maybe whatever melancholia that's affecting the fucking little girl is, you know, they branch it out and it affect everybody else with it. You know what I mean? Like once right. they realize that they're capable of retaliating and becoming hostile, they just cause that whatever calm that's happening to that little girl. Well, and we're not the only ones who notice that eerie calm, like the child psychologist that they bring in, who's watching the footage is very intrigued by this little girl throughout like, and her level of calmness. Dude, my kid drops a fucking popsicle on the ground and meltdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this little girl's dealing with fucking aliens and shotguns and laser beams and shit. And she's just like, eh, you know, it is what it is. I wondered, I wondered if it was so surreal right away that she was in some sort of heightened state of shock that she was just like, and that's just how the, the shock was coming through. It was just like, like eerie. Like, no, it like, didn't. But like, I'm just trying to figure out why you could just be so seeing like all the adults freaking the fuck out. And you're just kind of like, I mean, like, be honest, with, like, remember when you touched on her ears and you're like, we don't have any medical information. Let's, is there, there might be a chance maybe she's on the spectrum or something maybe. like that. That, that would you know make I mean? sense. Maybe. Like there could, but that, you know, we've never. Like, unfortunately we don't know like and we can't find out. So now after they all return downstairs, things get a little bit more intense. Like uh, after they've, you know, <laughs> they've put, what seem to have put some buckshot into one of these, one of these aliens, um, you get this thing, which it, it seems almost like uh, for 
when you kind of group all the things that happen uh, in a short period of time, it only seems like some type of psychic attack. Like they, they all started having uh, spontaneous nosebleeds uh, and then right. almost immediately like, the, but there's no real, um, like they don't really have any signs of like anything. There's no pain or anything. Everybody's noses just kind of start bleeding. And then right after that, you get this, this blue ball, this, this fluorescent, you know, intense blue ball of light enter in through one of the windows and kind of cruise around the room until it smacks one of the, uh, until it uh, collides with one of the, uh, one of the sisters, the, the, the sisters, and then downs her. And she just gets, that's the boom. thing. That's, a, that's a, one of the things I noticed is in, so when they all, the first, I think at the first is the sister, like, Hey, your nose is bleeding. She's like, what? She like, does the classic, like touch her nose. But it looks like in the video and then everyone starts touching their face and they're all their noses and it all looks like they're I'm pretty sure it's most of, as far as I could tell it was everyone's left nostril. It looked very uniform. Like everyone's left nostril just started not like a like a massive nosebleed, just like a trickle. Trickle right. down the lip. And everyone's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, what? But that's a very familiar story with a lot of UF like if you go look into like UFO abductions, people claim like nasal, some type of like nasal implant or like something like that. Well, that that's I was thinking that too, Zell. But then I was wondering in my head, is is are we thinking that that's something? Because right away I thought maybe it was from the like the the noise attack earlier had done something, and it was just seeing the effects now. But if we're talking about nasal implant, did they get nasal implanted at this moment, like in this in this evening, or is it potential? Is there a potential that this family? has been targeted and has been visited throughout and they just don't remember any abductions. Right. And they've maybe all been implanted and they're just all being collected at this point. Well, they, in, in, there was like other UFO abductees as like, as like witness experts in the, in the film. And they're claiming the same thing, like stuff like that, like the nose implants, these there, a lot of people are saying in the, in that, that they had been, either abducted before and that's why they, and they just don't remember or the miss, maybe they had missing time and they were all something happened to them then. And that's, that's why they don't remember shooting the alien. And it was just kind of like something happened. They shot the alien. The aliens had the, like they froze, they do whatever they do to, for like you to miss time or they freeze time, whatever the fuck they're doing. And they all, they did something to them all there, or they've been targeted UFO abductees in the past. They just don't remember. I mean, like the vibe I got from, from when I was watching this, like, and I could be completely wrong, but we're not really going to know if I'm wrong, but I feel like the only reason they even had an interaction with the, with the alien is because they saw what the aliens were doing to the fucking cows. You know what I mean? Like it didn't, I didn't get the vibe that the aliens were there for them. Yeah. It's true. No, that's, that's true. That's, that's a very good point. I mean, I think the aliens were just trying to clean up some loose ends. They're like, oh fuck, well. I saw us fuck on those cows. <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> yeah, that's the way she goes, man. Uh, so now, uh, after these these intense experiences that the the family has, the two oldest brothers decide I, to just, go out to do something. I'm not quite sure. Sorry, like in the in the Dan, film. I just want to interject while I have this idea in my head, just to touch on what Andrew said. Let's say, let's say for a second that you know these alien races that are out there they there is some sort of like non-contact treaty with earth like they all have a pact of like you are not to communicate you are not to go down there you're not to interfere (laughs) like a non-interference clause so these these ones are like essentially like 
intergalactic poachers. And if the word gets out that, you know, our descriptions that gets found out by other races, right, they could be in a lot of heat. Right. <laughs> Black right? market so, uh, beef, so like extraterrestrial sh- black market. Yeah, black yeah market so they're beef. straight up, like you said, Andrew. <laughs> they're cuts. cleaning up loose ends because you know maybe like you know they're breaching this treaty that sometimes we've talked about. They're there for that white gold, baby. That milk. Okay, there's there's one thing we actually just we actually skipped over really quick because Dan said it, and then I went back to the theory. The blue light that was floating around the house that seemed yeah. to enter Tinkerbell. that girl and knock her out. You mean Tinkerbell's fucking ripping around? Yeah, like a little a little glowing blue orb was bouncing around the house and then proceeded to slam itself into the one sister's chest and knocked her down and unconscious, right? Yeah. So what what was like that looks like like an orb. It, it looks like an orb, like an orb UFO. Like people see this orb bouncing around randomly. That's right. Kind of what so it some of the, like. the yeah, people who have described maybe in, in I know people have talked about them in, you know, you see these things in forests or you see them uh, sometimes like above houses or like in some places, probably in like urban areas or things like that. You see these orbs, which, you know, potentially are uh, some sort of either, you know, scouting device or something like that. But the, the fact that it 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 is some sort of, I guess you could, it, it would be some type of like guided or directed energy weapon is what it kind of mm. seems like, because if it's downing people it's definitely not solid so you know, it's, it collides it's, with her and then disappears and then she's unconscious on the ground so it could be like something controlled by the ets some type of drone or weapon of some kind possibly right that's what it seems like anyways so then so after after, wait, after wait, the blue Dan, light just, thing, just, just before we get to that after after the yeah. orb and then the brothers proceed to go outside and we're going to get to that immediately after we restock on a couple beers we'll be right okay. back And we're back. So now, uh, picking up from where we left off, at this point, we've already—I think we've already established the fact that the the, the brothers don't really give a fuck at this point. Like nope. everybody—they <laughs> seem to be looking for any reason to get out of the house when it's like instinctively, or I would think logically, you'd want to stay inside the house at this point. This would be, seem safer. But uh, the two older brothers decide to, uh, you know, take their their tactical electrical tape flashlight shotguns outside <laughs> and run outside to do something. I'm not like when I, when I watched it, I'm pretty sure I don't remember them really mentioning a reason as to why they're going out. They just kind of work themselves up into like a, we're going to get these know, guys. Frenzy. We're going to get them. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Pretty much like yeah. running outside. Yeah. So get they pump alien. themselves up and they bolt out into the dark of night with their, with their shotguns. And, uh, uh, you know, telling everybody else to stay in the house. Uh, and, you know, within minutes on the in the found footage, within minutes, you hear shots, a volley of gunshots. Like you hear a bunch of gunshots. Yeah. Right. Um, Shit's popping off outside. Yeah. And then the, the, the gun and then the gunshots stop. And there's no word or no sign of the two older brothers from then on. Gone. You don't hear anything right uh you know they hear the gunshots there's i i'm not i think i lost count exactly or i didn't count exactly how many shotguns they had i know the two brothers had two i Um, believe that's all they they had one each and then there was one more right i think the sister had a shotgun too i thought maybe she just had one of their shotguns at one point but maybe she had one as well unclear exactly how many they had yeah how many weapons that they had inside this house (laughs) so 
Um, you know, they all run outside after the gunshots go quiet. They're out there calling the names of the two brothers. One of them's Kurt, I believe. One's like Kurt, Kurt. And um, uh, you know, uh, mom's out there being dragged along by the by the little girl. And uh that mom, wine glass, still in, in hand. hand. In hand. Wine. You're talking about Julian. Julian. <laughs> and I, I've been thinking about this on the beer break. Say you're stressed, say you're just really stressed and you have a, a glass of wine and something like this happens. Is it so much because we never see her refill it? I wonder if it's just one of those nervous energy things where it's like it's in her hand and it's nervous and then all this stuff's going on. And it's like I, I had this when all my world was rocked. Just, and now I just is part of me because she's <laughs> just, I don't know what to do with it. She's just clutching it because she yeah, is part just of like death grip of just like, uh, I don't know what to do. Like it's her safe space to do with in, my in some sort of shot. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm going to hold this coffee. This wine glass for the rest of the time. This glass of red wine is the only thing keeping my shit together right now. <laughs> In the scenes where you don't see her, she's just constantly filling up that glass. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. She's probably got like 10 bottles on the counter. Oh, man. She was hammering those Hammer. too. She's like, she's like, if I'm going out, I'm going <laughs> I'm out wasted. wasted. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. It's true. Uh the family gets back inside the house. So now that, uh, you know, minus the two brothers that have gone out and suddenly disappeared. And then what happens is that the, the two sisters or like with one sister and the girlfriend, they start developing like these are, they start experiencing these burning sensations on the back of their necks, like in the neck areas, like on their, their, on neck, their shoulders yeah. a little bit in the back. And, you know, they, they, turn to show the camera like, to, that they have these red, what seem to be like a red welts, on their backs. Yep. Um, uh, and no, and, and the, the, the daughter, you know, creepily enough is to, uh, the, the youngest one is, is saying, you know, the burning will stop. It'll stop in, in a minute. Right. As, as they're, you know, they're, yeah, they're, like they're she knows serious discomfort. So, so it's like, she knows. I mean, at this point, just, just fucking throw her outside. <laughs> just, just fucking, she's not up to anything good. Just, you, uh, one of the experts that they had on the on this show, you know, per, post production, you know, the experts to to break down the film and analyze the film for the audience is our homeboy, R.I.P. Stan Freeman. Yep, yeah, is on there. Um, so he's on there as well, and you know, he throws out this theory that these red welts are, you know, it, it's one of those experiences or one of those, um, you know, things in the UFO community abductees explain or you know. Uh, describe having these implant implants placed inside of them. Um, he says it could perhaps, you know, these things function as a type of transponder tracker or, you know, biometric similar to sensor. a boat. Yes. Huh? Yes. What? I mean, I just, he said that sure. and I went, huh? What do you, what do you mean? What does that mean? <laughs> transponder. That's what he on that said. A little bit? Similar to All a boat. I'm saying is this is what he said in the documentary. Oh, I see. He okay, goes, okay. Similar to a boat. And then I was listening and I went, oh, yeah. And then I went, huh? What do you mean a boat? They got hit by a boat on the back of their neck that left a red mark? No, the transponder. The transponder was like activated or something and they all started feeling the burning sensation on the back of their necks. Similar to a boat. But the similar to a boat (laughs) made no real reference to actually what was happening in the the episode. (laughs) That's going to be my new thing. Whenever someone's, whenever Dan's explaining something a little too complex for me, I'm going to go, oh yeah, similar to a boat. And I'm going to immediately say yes. Yes. And I'll, like, right. I'll say yes. And I'll give the, I'll Very give a good nod. I, I, 
I understand now. Dude, <laughs> similar to a boat. And similar to a boat, these transponders in their neck, along with their nasal implants, seem to be both correlated to other abduct, uh, like abduction phenomenon. So like, a, like maybe an implant and like that in the base of the neck, like in the spine almost. So that's where they were all like touching in the in the film. They're all like, yeah. like, don't you, were they, do we know what shape they were? Were they like triangles or something like that? Because haven't we heard about triangles, marks on the back of people's necks before? They look triangular in from the grainy footage, it looks triangular, but it could, I mean, it could be more of like, I don't know, it's tough to tell, I guess, but. So now uh, after they have these experiences, the burning sensation stop, um, you know, they all start going back into freak out mode. Uh, they run outside looking for the older brothers. They're, they're, they're going to attempt to try to get into one of the cars. I think the older sister um, at this point is like, we need to get out of here. We need to get into one of the trucks. We need to leave. So they go back to inspect another uh, one of the trucks or one of the older brothers trucks. Um, immediately when they go outside, there seems to be a melted shotgun standing up on the porch. I'm not like, not like laying down on the porch. Like somebody dropped it, but Propped. it's like right on the porch. Like, leaning up against one of the posts like whatever happened to it immediately after it happened what whoever did it just seemed to prop it up in perfect yeah, position oh, you gotta send a message yeah be like i can't yeah. have these guys not seeing this melted ass shotgun yeah. they gotta know <laughs> that we yeah. can melt shotguns and then you know they go back outside and then they get to one of the vehicles and they open up the door uh and there's an, the other shotgun that one of the other brothers was uh carrying apparently or that's what they identify it as and that one has been completely melted the cameraman uh i think it's is it mike um no it's tommy isn't it tommy tommy, tommy Mc, sorry yeah, tommy, yeah, tommy mcpherson uh tommy mcpherson uh you know it remarks on how it seems that it's been completely melted and it's just sitting in the front uh front seat of the truck yeah they're all trying to like at this point they're freaked out they're like we're out of here finally they decide to leave but the brothers who initially went out to see the melted battery are gone. So they don't, maybe they don't know the battery is gone, but they go back to the truck and in the front seat of the truck is another melted shotgun. Right. Uh, the camera, you know, they, they see this suddenly like right across the way, either like on this, it's, it's on the side of the house or on the side of like, what is like the garage, I think of, of um, that's next to the house, like a part, it's like a. I think the garage is separate from the house. And then on the other side of the garage, there's kind of like some force that, that comes up to it. And then you see this sudden kind of like red light turn on within the woods. And yeah. then you see those creatures, these, you see these figures, multiple of them, at least three, I think start to move forward through the woods. And so that, causes you know a bit of a shock to the <laughs> to the people outside and they all bolt back inside in into the house now have we described this that these aliens are the typical alien grays have we even no, described we that yet, yet. so that's what they are they look like little four foot gray aliens with the black almond eyes it's it's a right. typical gray is what yeah, very, you know, very typical description that many abductees give you or that people would describe as grays or almost or zeta reticulans as well. I think it kind of fits From the, the, the profile. Hill, yeah. These large headed, um, no, no nose really just slits in the you know, slits for nostrils and mouth and, and large black eyes. Yeah. Uh, they seem to be wearing some type of black outfit. Like it's almost like a almost a black one piece of some type. It's tight, um, though tight 
Oh, here we go oh, again. Here we go on the fucking Jesus juicy Christ. cheeks. Oh, great. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> I didn't say Put it. that drool off your chin, yeah. buddy. You Jesus. said no one said anything about the suits. He said, "Yeah, tight suits." <laughs> well, I was just making an observation. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll take it. So they all they the the family retreats back inside the house. Um, you get this um, very much because at this point the you know it's a it's a forty five minute special, so it's almost over at this point. Um, you get. Uh, Tommy uh, retreating to one of the bathrooms and you get a bathroom confession from Tommy about how he is afraid and how he feels like this is the, the you end. Know, this will be their last, this is his last will Supper. and testament so much, right? It's, it's, That's yeah, so it's his death tape. Like, okay, this has right. happened. Like if you watch this, we're dead <laughs> pretty much is what he's yeah. saying. Uh, he, he picks up the camera and uh, he moves into what is why I, I, I suppose is one of the one of their rooms. He goes inside. That was a bathroom. Um, no, he leaves the bathroom when he leaves. the oh, bathroom, He, leaves, he goes yeah, into yeah. another bedroom outside. I think the bathroom is on the second floor and he goes into this room and he kind of takes the camera and it pans it around um, going back to uh, uh, totally, completely all the way around the room until he gets to the door from where he came in. And then from behind the door emerges one of those creatures. And then. And like fade to black. And, like it's like you see the creature like reach up towards the camera. It's got three. It seems to be have like two fingers and a thumb and you see it reach up towards the camera and uh, like either it takes the camera or the camera falls to the ground and you can kind of just see Tommy like just within frame and he's just frozen like doesn't not moving at all yep and then the camera goes blank after that and the McPherson's see, family was never heard from again now looking at that I was like I was curious because I was like okay well it seemed like he was frozen why all the games like it, it, it then it kind of seems like to me like if they have that power over people what was everything prior were they toying with him a little bit like were they Fuck not sure them. if they were going to take him maybe not until they got shot at was then it like an act of war or something because i found it quite interesting that i was like why didn't they just freeze him the whole like freeze everyone right away no fun that's no fun yeah. i think gotta play I, with your food i man. think more just they're fucking with them so now I I remember watching this and I remember this film very very clearly uh or very nearly giving me I I was I was never prone to nightmares as a kid but this one probably kept me up later than usual because I could not sleep like I was still freaked out from watching this video that was claimed to be real footage of you know an alien abduction taking place and not just an alien uh, abduction, like an alien, like an alien tormenting a family throughout a night. <laughs> right. Fucking nuts. And fucking you, you guys had never seen this before, right? Like no. you never, like I, no. when I brought this up, like you guys had no idea what it was. Yeah. I had heard of the McPherson tapes. Yeah. I just heard that. Just like, you guys should talk about the McPherson tapes. And I went, sure. I don't know what that is, but I'll get to it. And I never didn't get to it till this week. If I would have watched this shit in 1999, Around the same time I saw Blair Witch, I would have been just, it would have been the exact same reaction I had from that scary ass movie to this shit. Mm -hmm. Just a lot less snot. 
coming from noses. That's true. But <laughs> that's the only thing it was missing. That is, shit. That was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Is that the is that the only thing these two things have in common though? Is that they'd scare you? What else does this found footage have with Blair Witch Project? Just the fact that those two were kind of around the same time that they were found footage. Yeah. Like, I don't think there was anything else like that around. And that was terrifying. The first time seeing a found footage footage movie was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Never seen anything like that from that fucking perspective before. Now we've talked about this whole, the whole film. We've talked about the whole encounter. As it turns out, Dan's going to tell you what, what, what's happened here. Dan's about (laughs) to give it the old Simpsons treatment. (laughs) Well, not exactly. So you guys have referenced this as being, you guys have referred to this this video as being the McPherson tapes. And so like uh, originally this thing was titled when it, when it aired on UPN January 20th, it was titled Alien Abduction Incident in Lake County. Right. Now, the McPherson tape is an actual film. It is actual found footage. Right. It is actual found footage film and it is a... Um, it, it this the McPherson tape was filmed in 1989 and it depicts very similar events to what happened in alien abduction incident at Lake County. So, so almost 10 years before you're telling me what I just watched didn't prove to me that Sloan from entourage was as actually a member of the McPherson family. Is that what you're telling it's me? It's a reenactment, Andrew. It was a reenactment of a prior original actual found footage that was filmed or found almost 10 years before. It's, it's, it's wild though, because they never, they never, especially at the time they're not saying, Hey, this is a film. This is make believe like (laughs) even the experts they have come on and that's it right there. Like, I don't understand how they get away with that. They have fucking real, well, I don't think they're real actors. I'm assuming they're fucking they're actors. actors I bet they're actors now. Yeah, like, but you know what I mean? Like, how do you get away with that? I tried to look them up and I was like, the only person on there that maybe has some credential is Stanton Friedman. And the rest of them, I was like, I have no idea who these people are. Couldn't find are. them. Yeah. It could have been anyone. But Stanton Friedman's I don't be an a big asshole, deal. But I feel like, well, that's what I don't like. It's, it's obviously like if they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll bring in all these fucking actors, then we'll bring in this UFO guy. Yeah. You know, like, well, it lends it some credibility. Does it? Does a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, we recognize this guy from something else, re- like related yeah, I was like, to UFOs. That guy talks about on a whole bunch of other UFO things, so it's got to be real. Like he's a scientist. Wow. <laughs> he's the only one that was willing to come in as a, a fucking credible expert and talk on a fucking <laughs> fake film. Everybody else was like, they probably called real psychologists and shit. Hey, you want to speak on this? You mean speak on this fake fucking reenactment? No, that's okay. Well, dude, we'll pass. They had Stan now, Freeman, who is. I'm pretty sure is Canadian actually. And he's the actual, like he was the, was he not one of the original investigators of Roswell? Isn't that how he's famous? I can't remember. I'm I know pretty he sure the MJ 12 stuff. I remember him doing that. Yeah. Well, the MJ 12 um, stuff that also comes. So that also comes from Roswell. So that makes sense. I'm pretty yeah. sure he is like one of the, if not the original, he's one of the first like civilian investigators and he's mm-hmm. like written books and he's been around, he was around for so long yeah. So they got. I mean, he was a big. Yeah, he's, he's a pillar it. of the UFO community. Like he was a big, 
big thing. If you wanted to talk about UFOs or you wanted to, if you really wanted to have a show about UFOs, it almost like wasn't a show unless Stanton Friedman showed up. Like, exactly. Feel, but like, I feel like he's shitting on his own legacy by even coming on that show. Oh, this was kind yeah. of just, it's again, this is early, like, this is uh, late nineties. So, you know, again, X-Files is in, in the forefront of the collective consciousness. It's there, UFOs, government conspiracies, all that stuff. Like nineties, the internet was just getting started. It's really. getting ramped like, up. Was, yeah. Yeah. So, every, so were you thinking old good. Stanto here needed a fucking paycheck or you sure. think he was buying Maybe. in? Like, I, that's what I learned. Like, cause these guys are, Hey, like, listen, I, Andrew, they were really if they trying. Were like, if someone contacted you right now, they looked up IMDB, found your IMDB. This guy can act. Wow. Look at his credits. Amazing. He's on this podcast called alien theories, theorizing. Hey, Andrew, we're making this remake of a remake. <laughs> called alien abduction I'll we want you, you to really come quick, on though. and give your thing you would hey, are you kidding me you'd be on there hamming it up no no problem because but the, the difference between me and him is i'm not some fucking advocate that claims to be a fucking expert and trying to prove the fact that they're real it's if true. you called me and said hey i need you to speak on the profession of fucking paramedicine or some shit like that you know what i mean and they're asking me to comment on a bunch of bullshit i would be like i don't feel comfortable doing that that's well, true because was stan freeman not some type of like physicist that was his credentials was he not yeah he said he was a nuclear physicist nuclear like that and that to me just like i hey i'm not saying anything ill towards the dead or anything like that but that just to me that kind of just maybe maybe when they presented it to him maybe they said they he didn't know all the details when he gave his maybe he thought it was maybe he thought it was actual found footage (laughs) until he watched entourage one day and he was like wait it's like when they did um well we talked about alien autopsy before like they brought in experts they showed them the video they didn't really give them any context they didn't give them anything they're like here watch this video tell us what you think yeah and here's the thing here's the thing i'll give friedman the benefit of the doubt i mean i didn't read anything saying that he like disputed anything to do with that his appearance in that but Maybe they showed him the original footage and he was commenting on that. And they took it out of context for the remake? Well, no, and then they show the remake, right? So he's, because that's one thing that we're glazing over to is this is a remake of actual found footage of this tapes called the McPherson tapes. That why not play the real, if they had the ability to fucking play the real footage, why wouldn't they just play now, the real footage? you can go on YouTube or wherever and you can find the original McPherson tapes and... First off, it is fucking gold, Jerry. Gold. Uh, it is the first, like within the first five minutes, uh, they have one brother who obviously I've never seen anyone. If if we were hanging out and one of you guys held the camera and was just filming us, I'd be like, "All right, man, like why why are you filming everything? Like put your put your camera down." They're filming, just walking through the woods, and the one brother turns, he goes, mom's drinking again. And he goes, is she? And he goes, she is. She's drinking a lot. You He's don't live here. Drunk. You wouldn't know. She's drinking a lot, which is what I'm thinking is where they got the wine glass mom from. Mm. All right? Yep. But in the same context, they, you know, they go into the woods and they see these creatures. They don't, the creatures don't shoot a beam at them. The creatures just look at them and they're like, we got to get out of here. Um, very similar events happen, right? The creatures on the roof, they shoot the roof. Uh, two brothers go outside. <laughs> they turn into fucking SWAT commandos inside the house, though. Uh, 
they're cover me, fuck, go to the windows, blast out. They think they got one. At one point, the, the mom goes, we were supposed to be having a birthday party tonight. And they all go, well, we still can. And they all sit down and have birthday cake in the middle of this alien attack. It's, it's unbelievable. Then they go outside. The One of the brothers shoots the aliens, like in the reenactment. He carries it in, puts it in the bedroom. He, he shot it out. He didn't, like in the reenactment, they shoot it inside. But out in this one, in the original found footage, yeah, they go outside. He shoots an alien and they proceed to carry it back into the house. Right. Not only carry it back it in on the roof, like they shot through the roof and the thing like fell off the roof. And then he I shot guess. it again. Like, he shot it again. Oh, shot he it shot again. it again. Yeah. Then he runs in, he grabs a jacket and he says, I got that motherfucker. <laughs> Sprints back out. And everyone's like, oh, no, go outside. And he comes back in carrying this alien as if it was an old friend injured in war, covered, like wrapped in the jacket as if it was cold. <laughs> for some fucking reason He's bringing in a wounded no alien idea. no idea um there is it is phenomenal like the footage is very wild uh same thing you know they they it's they, they one of the daughters passes out um but luckily she gets back up and manages to finish her card game with the mom because they were in the middle of playing cards, waiting for the men to get back. They were playing go fish and she passes out, has a bit of a seizure, wakes up. And she goes, what kind of car? Whoa, you had a seizure. That's weird. What card do you want? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Do you have a six? Go fish. Uh, go fish. <laughs> it's fucking, <laughs> it's, fucking, it's I, the whole time I was just like, holy, what the fuck? That's that it was, is one. That was, uh, they lost time. That was part of the abduction. That's why that happened. They came to continued their game. They have, uh, there's a great there's a great line in it that I loved where uh they say uh one of the one of the guys who saw the aliens comes back and goes, We saw some Martians or some shit. <laughs> and one of his wives goes, and I quote, What are you guys are talking about? Just like that. I'm what are you guys about. are talking about? To them freaking the fuck out. And one of the other brothers just screams at the top of his lung. Shut up! Everyone, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> no one's talking. There's no one talking but him screaming shut up. It's a hot mess. hearing things. It's a hot mess for an, an hour and two minutes. Right. Of like, of just awkward conversations. Um, You know, but at, it ends with you see these three greys walk into the, the, the shot. One looks at the camera and... It goes fuzzy. And the McPhersons were never heard of again. And this was filmed in 1989. And from 1989 for five years, right, Dan? Five, five years? Yeah. Uh, in the early 90s, a few years after this, this uh, video got to VHS and got to uh, full production finished, um, there was a time when... It had made it all the way to an international UFO conference, and it had been uh, presented as definite proof of alien aliens. abductions of aliens. Like this, this, for about five years or more, like it was going around UFO circles, and people were saying, "This is proof that aliens are here, and they're not even just doing proof." Something. They said the best evidence. 
This right. is the the best. All the top UFOologists are saying in the early nineties. This the McPherson tapes are the best. So alien abduction, the the Lake County incident is a reenactment based off this found footage presented as fact, but based off this found footage of this these actual McPherson tapes that were circled found and circled around the UFO community. Well, the McPherson tapes, I know people call them McPherson tapes, but I think the original title was UFO abduction. That's just what the title was. And yes. then the McPherson tapes are what they call it in the UFO circles because that was the name of the family. family. Yeah. The family that disappeared. Yeah. Right. The original title was UFO abduction, but you would only know that because the what before these film before this film had been circulated through the UFO communities somebody had cut out the beginning and the end credits of of this film called alien or UFO abduction right, right. yeah you wouldn't have known that unless that's why people called the McPherson tapes cuz they were referring to the family and then in in the in the film but the actual title was UFO abduction wah, wah, it was, wah, wah. okay wait so we have <laughs> we have a 1998 reenactment of right, the of the remake of the 89 found footage found from footage, 89 the McPherson tapes is actually a movie is may have been a movie with the credits cut out, which we're not, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. But so that's, so we're back, we're back that maybe their found footage perhaps yep. was a production as well. Well, we would know that if you asked Dean Alioto, who was the director of both films. <laughs> Wait, man, I'm I'm having flashbacks of alien abduction all over. It's here. it's it's very like, similar. Like no, it's very alien similar abduction shit. was fucking real. I told you this oh, last man. time. No, it's we we took a poll. You guys lost by how much? By a lot. How landslide? How much? Huge. Really? Huge. That's You're bullshit. That. I didn't even see. Huge. I didn't even look at that. Huge. We're not making it up when we're saying that this the the and the 1989 McPherson tapes. Someone had snipped the beginning and snipped the end and had right. circled it. Now, why wouldn't everyone, like someone in the UFO community must have been like, wait a minute, I've seen this movie because it was wide released. No, it was actually, not. it wasn't wide released because originally when Dean Elioto made, uh, made a deal with a production company and a distribution company to distribute his film, which he had made on a budget of about... Uh, let's see what he, he said, like 6,500, $6,500 yeah. US was his Oh, budget and you can tell. <laughs> um, after he made the deal for distribution and, you know, final production, the, where they, he sold them the master copy and all that. And the, and the, the copies that they had ready to go out for a wide, wide release, the warehouse where they were stored caught on fire, burned down, bankrupted the company. <laughs> And so none of the videos from that warehouse made it out, except some actually made it to a few, very few, like mom and pop video stores, you know, before there was all just only Blockbuster or wherever, you know, there was a Rogers couple, you know, you Rose video, those video, Rose stores, video, video Rose video. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, so this guy sold, made a production, a $6,500 
found footage looking video, sold it mm -hmm. to a production company with, I think he sold it, the master copy, the final edit, the only final edit that they may have, they must have copied at least a couple of times, but, and all artwork to this company. And then the warehouse in the, in the, in his words, actually literally burnt to the ground. Like the whole place fucking just collapsed because it was fucking scorched. Right. And he, he always has his, and uh, he just assumed every, he assumed everything was lost. Yeah. Right. He, he, he totally forgot about it. Like he, um, you know, he said he went on without his, uh, you know, with his life, uh, he was very set on being a director. If you go through interviews with, uh, with him, uh, Mr. Elioto, uh, it seems like an okay guy. He, he idolized, you know, Spielberg, all the class. I mean, who did not back in the nineties, if you wanted to be a director, um, you know, that he, he wanted to make this film and, and make a, a good film. Cause I think he was like 24 when he made this one. Yeah. And he wanted to do it and just like Spielberg did by 25, make his first full like feature film kind of thing. Right. Um, so after that had gone, that, that whole thing had literally gone up in smoke. Uh, he completely forgot about it until a couple years later that, people started contacting him from TV, other TV shows like hard copy. If you remember that one, uh, unsolved mysteries Original. and another yep. show called encounters, which I, I don't really remember ever watching that one. I assume it's something like sightings. If you ever watch sightings, kind of the same thing. And they started because they tracked him down because this video had been circulating that the 1989 original one, uh, had been circulating through UFO communities and was being passed off as, as real proof. footage. <laughs> because as an, some some editor or something at that production company before it burned down must have made a copy or had a copy and they ended up just snipping off the credits. And, and the intro. And like, that's what I mean. Like, so it was, it looked, there was no credits, no nothing else on the film except the found footage looking production and that was it and that was then it slowly circulated through the ufo com community and even as far who was the guy like we had like a was it a captain or admiral or someone in the military even claimed like this was the best evidence this was 100 real right when he when well i don't know if he said it was completely real but a lot of ufo experts came out and said you know when they saw best this they, like they're like this looks pretty legit this looks all right uh the lieutenant colonel you're referring to is uh donald ware right. and donald ware actually uh he said i guess he's a he's also a prominent figure or had been a prominent figure in the ufo community he was not convinced that it was a a complete hoax or, you know, a, a, a fictional film. Right. He, did, he didn't, he didn't fully believe that. Or he said he wasn't convinced because he said that he knows that it is government policy to insert disinformation into every major UFO mm -hmm. case. So his stance on it was that I'm not a hundred percent sure that this is actually fake because you know, uh, you know, Alioto even said that, you know, people accused him of being like a government plant of being like you, <laughs> you, you, you made this video or you're saying you made this video, but you didn't really make this video. That's you what know, I think. You're just trying to cover up the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're part of the you know, global elite of the deep state. That be my, that <laughs> might be part of my conclusion actually tonight. 
Just saying. So, yeah. So, so this whole thing is just, it's, it's nuts. It's just the, the whole story behind it. I mean, it's, it's fascinating what actually the, how this kind of evolved in this. So after these, these other shows, unsolved mysteries, hard copy and whatever, all contacted him about, you know, getting this thing. He said that he got, um, I think he was working somewhere and then someone at Fox kind of got in contact with him and said that we want to make this movie. And actually he was hesitant. He was hesitant to remake it. Like they wanted him to do it again, but with a bigger, but like they would give him a real budget, but he was actually hesitant to do that because he's like, I, you know, I don't really want to do that anymore. You know, that was kind of like early stuff. I'm working on some other things. And they're like, it like just walk into the office, blah, blah, blah. And like, he said it was the easiest movie deal he ever made. Locked in there. They said, okay, we're going to give you $1.5 million to go film this in Vancouver. That's a big budget (laughs) for like a movie like that. Like that's been, that's a full production for that style of movie. Right. And the one that we, the one that I had you guys watch on YouTube, that's actually not even the full version. Apparently there's like a two hour version. There's like a two hour cut. Oh, really? The one that they, the one that originally aired on UPN, that, that original one was actually edited down from two hours. Oh, so they, the original one, because in that one you sent us, they would, they would jump like 40 minutes here and 40 minutes there. Right. So there is, there's definitely cuts in there. And uh, like, there's a funny thing, you know, he called, he goes into a couple in his interviews to to talk about anecdotes of um, when the UPN, I kind of remember this because UPN like went downhill really fast. Apparently it it was a, uh, it was a TV network. And at one point it just got gutted. Like they fired everybody. And like the only person staying was just like the really big guy in charge. And apparently he was a big asshole. And (laughs) like, he didn't think, that the the film was going to do as well as it did. Like it actually was like one of their highest rated uh, <laughs> airings, like since the, the, the network had began. And then they actually added in, like they, they aired the first one and then they re-aired it later with a, with a, a little bit of additional footage apparently. And then it garnered even more ratings after that. <laughs> But the guy was so, the guy was such a dick. Like the, the head of the network was such a dick that he was just like, I'm, 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 you know, fuck you and blah, blah, blah. And then just kind of cut him loose after that. It was just like. Dude, I would have watched, if I knew if this came out, something like this came out now, I would a hundred percent watch it. I'd be the, I'd be the early adopter of the film. I'd be in there right away. Guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, one of the funnier things that uh, like the funnier notes about production is he said that they had to film it with a Canadian crew. So he said <laughs> that every time they, every time they mispronounced words like about and mom and house, they find him a dollar. And he's like, a I boot, walked mom away and with probably 200 bucks. A boot mom and hoose. Hoose. <laughs> um, like watching it now, right away, the one thing that pops up is one of the actresses is Sloan from Entourage. She's a recognizable actress. Right, in the well, remake, right? In the remake, One of the yeah. guys, oh, one of the guys was in X-Men Last, Last Stand, too. I recognize him. Yeah, I thought so, too. I couldn't I couldn't remember. I thought That's one of the awesome. guys looked familiar, too. So, like, watching it now, you're like, oh, right away, this is fake. But these were all unknowns, right? And, like, right. the 1989 they, they one... this as truth when it, when it came out. Like, they were like, this is actual footage yeah. of a da-da-da-da-da. Well, dude, and, he wanted yeah. to make it, his, like, idea was... When when he was like, I got $6,500, he said from like a friend or something. He's like, what can I make? He's like, I want to make like a video version of War of the Worlds. Something that right. could be like predict, like presented in a way that would seem so real. Because it's it's so low budget and it's done like on like a little handy cam like that. That it, at first glance, if you had n- no, knew nothing of the story, you'd be like, 
that's what well, it looks like a home video, right? It looks uh, honest. Yeah. Honestly, though, honestly, from watching the, I watched the entire hour and two minutes. I cannot believe <laughs> that UFO experts watched this and were like, this is the most piss poor acting I've ever seen in my fucking life. Because well, dude, there's some lines in there. There's some like in the original where they go, they walk out to the, the aliens just walk out. First of all, it, the ship looks like a cardboard something. Like it, it was. It was. It yeah. was. Like it, it, it doesn't look good. They built half of it. Like there's not yeah. even anything on the backside. It doesn't it's look good. The front. And then the aliens look at them and they go, the guy says, and I quote, they're looking at us. They're looking right at me. They're looking right at me. We got to get out of here. They saw us. We have to go. Yeah. <laughs> so then they run back home. That and that's the quote because I wrote it down because I thought it was I was like who talks like that. They get back to the house and they go, "We have to get everyone out of here, guys." Just like that. Then yeah, it, it, then it hold on, Dan, Dan, one second. Then they get guns and they go, "We have to go down and get them. They saw us." <laughs> you listen to me. I'm in charge of the family now. And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> What the fuck is going on? Who talks like that? I was like, you. Why would you have to go down and get them? Because they saw you. What are you doing in the woods? Like, I was like, I was like, no one talks. Like that. I was like, right away. I was like, how, how the fuck did anyone believe this? I would have been the biggest skeptic. Now, if I saw, I'd be like, all right, who? who no one talking like that. It's stupid. Yeah, it it suffers from that that problem that most found footage films, you know, after post this. I mean, for the time, this was actually pretty high concept. Like this was. 10 yeah, I guess years so, yeah. before before Blair Witch came out and really nailed it with the whole thing. Now you see found footage like all the fucking time and I, yeah. I'm tired of it. Um, you know, I hate it. Like I like the horror genre, but I can't watch found footage films like they fucking suck. They're all pretty bad. But um, but for this time, it but it, it it again, you just see the problems of found footage films still in this one where it's like the guy constantly has the camera up to his like eyeball Eye. you know yeah. if he if he it, it's one of those cameras it doesn't have i don't think they had the flip out screens back then they no. didn't have those you know so he would have to constantly be in the viewfinder or at least holding the camera but he perfectly centers it on people's faces and it's like dude why are you still holding the camera for like he would be doing things and it's like you need both hands to do some of the stuff or it would be better if you were using both hands and nobody tells him like put that they might be like once or twice they tell him to put down the camera you know, right. And it's like, it's like at one point you just like smack it out of his hand. And be like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, in the, in the middle of this, in the middle of the found footage, the mom goes, this was supposed to be a birthday party. <laughs> and then one of the guys holding a shot goes, goes, it still will be. And for the next 10 minutes, there's no Every reference party. to aliens. And yeah. everyone's just like, oh, it's all good. Like, everything's normal. We're having cake. And then they find, I didn't even understand really what happened before. They're like, he's, they're about to leave. They're like, okay, let's go. And then someone hands him a picture and he looks at it and he goes, oh my God, it's one of them. It's what we saw. And it's just someone's drawn a crude drawing of an alien. And I'm like, yeah. what, what they the don't fuck? say who drew it. Yeah. They, don't say yeah. they just That's present the thing. picture like, like, this is what it looked like. And you're like, huh? who, like who drew that? Did one of you draw that? Did the kid draw that? Like who drew that? <laughs> and then they go, yeah, the whole part where they're playing cards. I'm like, do you people just forget that you have a dead alien 
in the back of your house. <laughs> like you're all just sitting there playing cards. And there's a dead alien. The fact that she has blood. a seizure, she has a seizure, gets up and she's like, oh my God, I heard it in my head. And then I was shaking and she goes, okay, that's what, wow. What card do you want? She's like, oh, six of clubs. <laughs> what, what the fuck is going on? Uh, oh, it's a pretty terrible. Good, it's a, it's a it's a fun little rabbit hole. Just the, the production of both films is pretty interesting and fascinating. And um, yeah, like it's honestly, I would highly recommend cool. going and watching both of them, and yeah. just and remembering in the back of your mind when you watch the first one, the original found footage, the McPherson tapes. That for five years, the greatest minds in UFO research believed this was the best evidence we had of aliens. Because when you watch it now, you're gonna your eyes are gonna roll back into your head. Undertaker style. Let's uh, let's do final thoughts. Okay, my final thoughts. I feel like this is a topic we decided to do. Kind of like it's it's a big part of ufology. <laughs> like history history yeah and it's a like i i'm still on like the alien autopsy hey that could that could be something because it could be based on something we don't know about but this one i i i tried i really tried to go every avenue like was this disinfo like did they was this like they made a video of a video of the other video but the original video was never found it was just two remakes it just I can't go that way, but it's imp- I think it's important when if you're, if you're talking about ufology and like aliens and ET interaction and UFOs, you, sometimes you have to, you know, this was a big a giant topic that turned out to be 100% made like it was fabricated. So mm-hmm. it's you know it, it, it's important to talk about. It's like that if if you're if you're looking for something to be true so hard. That something like this could fool some people into, you know, like, yeah, this is, this is possible, possibly the best evidence at the time, like whatever, 20 years ago. And obviously after a few years, they realized like, now nah, we fucked up. So that it's, just, it's good to keep, keep an open mind, but you know, be skeptical and uh, dig into this, dig into the story. I, I agree. That was well said, uh, Zell. I, I totally agree. This needs to be talked about because I think it serves as like a a lesson as well as a little bit of a black mark on UFO research. I mean, when, when you look at these things, I think you have to now because of things like this, look at it from a skeptical point of view. You have to, you can't just buy in because we've seen what happens. You buy into something like this and for five years, you're going down the avenue of this is real. And then you get, you look like a fool afterwards where it's, you know, in, in, Let's flip it and look look at the Tic Tac video. Whereas that came out and everyone's like, man, that's pretty convincing. This is pretty good, like very interesting stuff. Then you hear Commander Fravor talking about it and you're like, all right, I'm more on board. And then it, they come out and say like, hey, we don't know what that we is. Don't know. It's yeah. straight up UFOs. Like, boom, like that. Like that's the way the step it needs to be done. We shouldn't be when stuff like this comes out and, you know, even, you know, you see people send us all the time ufo footages in jersey uh you know that turned out to be a blimp right you know like uh ones in brazil and stuff we don't talk about those ones when they first come up because honestly we don't know so we don't know and with how she like if this fooled people then like think about what you can do with a camera and you know some editing software now 
Yeah, there's like apps you can use. To there's do that, so. yeah, so it's it's um it's it's definitely a time to you got to look at these things through a skeptic eye because I believe this was a black mark on on in like UFO history. Like it's it's definitely something to be learned from. But even like you know, like Andrew said, like with Stanton Friedman on there, like it, it's just uh, this whole debacle. It, it, does it doesn't look good? I don't think it sits well with a lot of people now. Well, I, um, I this think, kind of stuff. I think a lot of those experts probably were misinformed of the origin of the video or of the story, and they're probably they were told it's true, so they came at it like it's true. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't have asked more questions. Maybe. Well, that's my, exactly where I was going to go. Was the fact that like these guys are professionals. This is your career. This is what you are. You're a ufologist. You're, you know, you're an expert in this. Did, you know, did any of them think, you know what, maybe we should go to this fucking city or town where this took place. Should we look in to see if this family actually existed? Because Let's if an entire family disappeared, if a, if a family actually disappeared, there would be record, yeah. there would be police, police reports there. You know what I mean? Like you could go in there easily and find out if there was any legitimacy to that fucking situation, which Five obviously they years. fucking did. It was scrubbed. No one did shit. It was scrubbed by like, the alphabet, just, it, alphabet agencies. They scrubbed the McPhersons from the record. So all eight such people. Such a poor reflection <laughs> on this this whole genre. It man. is. It is. I agree. It bums me out. I was, I'm, I'm buying in. I'm trying to buy in. And then you guys <laughs> give me this fucking no, it's important. alien autopsy shit. And then we're getting this like, hey, within fucking three case it, files. But it's good. It's good to look at these things. So. Yep. It is. I guess not for me, apparently. Dan, what do you think? <laughs> um, I thought these were real fun to watch. Like, I thought these were. Oh, they're a great time. Again, this is, this is almost like a piece of cinema history because like these were these were before Blair Witch, before found footage was a big thing. And it was it was pretty crazy for the time when I watched it. When I was a kid, I was probably I was I was probably like 12 or something, 12, 13. And like this freaked the hell out of me. I was like, this is like aliens coming to my house. You know, I'd you know, read a couple, you know, ET encounter books and things. I was, I was into UFOs by the time, you know, I was, you know, by that time I was into there, you know, that stuff. Yeah. So that is already freaking me out. Um, but you watch these videos, even if you watch the original one where, um, you know, the one Lieutenant Colonel, uh, uh, Donald Ware is saying that maybe it is real. And then Elioto is a, you know, a, a plant or whatever di planning disinformation about this video and it's actually real um if you watch it like it, there's no way it's real no there's like, no it's just there's no, no human way. beings act like that like always having the camera on always holding it whatever like perfectly it, no one has conversations like, like they that. do in that yeah. movie right and then when you see the aliens too when you see the aliens like just watch them i mean even if like if you're a creature that is even built similar to humans, I would assume that when you watch them, they they turn their whole bodies to yeah. look. They don't turn just <laughs> their the neck because because if you have a, if you're wearing a prosthetic, like you would obviously see it. Like Eight, move. buddy, so fucking like, Batman eighty nine, yeah, perfect example. Fucking yeah. keep the cowl. Yeah, you can't <laughs> yeah. can't turn so the neck. You have to turn your whole body. So just that little detail to me is even like okay. Even if I had known it was fake, I was like, what what per, like what are their their spinal columns like fused? Because that doesn't make any sense because of the way that they're Mr. They're, androids. They're, they're robots. They're sensory. Well, they're sensory organs. Like the way their stuff is is things. Like you wouldn't. Be, it would be more efficient just to turn your head and 
and not like e- turn your whole body. Even if you're an Android, you would still be like, it'd be more efficient to turn even just your eyes. That's how the Terminator does it. Anyways, you shift mm-hmm. eyes first and then you move your head, but whatever. Um, you know, so, but the, they're fun to watch. And, you know, if, if you like, if you enjoy UFO stuff and, and things like that, like I would say, yeah, watch these are, they're, they're on YouTube, like look them up and, and, and watch them. Oh, they're um, great. They're great. Honestly, I think we should do a shot for shot remake of the yeah, original. I would love <laughs> to see, um, solid evidence of a UFO abduction. I would love to see that, you know, like a real, like this is like, there's, this is undisputable proof that are indisputable proof that, yeah, that yeah, but don't look at this like, aliens are taking us the, but the, it's like, there are there are it. ones that are way better accounts but we just don't have video proof right. of it right but, and that's what i'm saying i was like you know we have accounts and things like that i would love to have video but this is definitely not it and uh, along with uh brains point and stuff like yeah i think it's a bit of an embarrassment that some people like try to retroactively in the ufo community saying like this is this is just a cover-up or it's a government cover i'm like no the dude has pictures of the eight-year-old girls that they hire to put in these costumes like he owns those heads like he yeah. has those so can <laughs> i, has can I ask you a quick question yeah mm, yeah what what makes the alien uh autopsy more credible to you guys than this the production value is way way better well yeah, but they had a they spent more money I, I don't well we don't know how much money they spent we do we talked about it he talked about the budget that he had for it for alien autopsy yeah that was for the remake of the original though we don't know what happened on the original film and the alien autopsy it's 100 percent real um <laughs> all right <laughs> the difference the difference is andrew for me the difference between this is this when you watch it re like plays like someone who didn't know how to write dialogue writing dialogue there's whole the one had no dialogue no, but listen you're not okay do you want to know I, I i don't have to talk you, you done let me finish well, my let me apologies. finish my first point. time that anyone's ever talked over anybody in a podcast i will let, shut let me finish up. my point <laughs> i'm apologize so That's- when you watch this one there is enormous holes when you watch the full hour and two minutes, you're, you're like, you're like, what the fuck is going? This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Whereas when you watch the alien autopsy one, if the original is it, it's so fake. Like they've gone through so much meticulous work that even the smallest details are made to fit. Like there, it was, it's, it is truly a piece of art. If it is all doctored, it is a piece of art because they they were meticulous in what they were doing. Right to make it look real and authentic, whereas this is not. Like the hour and two, you watch it and you go, "How how did this fool anyone?" We could have made it. We could have made it. We could not have made I mean, the alien autopsy. Yeah, that's the difference. Is we could have made this found footage. We could have made the found that's footage, the but the alien autopsy was yeah. It's it would be a way bigger. It's way more production. I think you you need like well they said they had an a, like an actual professional special effects yeah. guy if we had one of those maybe <laughs> yeah, if they if they would have had one of those professional special special effects guys to make these aliens and the spaceship and stuff different maybe might have been different I also I also may believe that M Night Shyamalan stole a bunch of this shit <laughs> for signs because oh, yeah. I, it's like almost beat for beat a lot of this is like from signs or you know science like pulls all this shit from that from that well, film it, 
it also kind of reminds me of that. We talked about it a long time ago, but the fucking demon like aliens on the, on that tin roof scratching and shit like that. Oh. Like that's, I got a lot of undertones from that as well. And that was scary. Kelly Hopkins villain counter, right? Yeah. That one, yeah. And it's very, very creepy. similar to this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you maybe talk, like had a sit down interview with this guy that he, this story, that story was not influential in how he wrote this production because I think he said he got a lot of his stuff from, uh, you know, close encounters of the third kind, because in the remake, he said they included that whole, that whole segment, that scene where all of the phones and stuff start going off and all the electronics start flashing. That was in close encounters of the third kinds. And he also said that he pulled a bunch of stuff from, is it Jacques Vallee or something, which was a, uh, he's a another prominent figure in the UFO Jacques community. Vallee, yeah. Kind of big on the grays and, and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, it's go go check it out. Go check YouTube. it out. Hashtag look it up. Watch it. Let us know it's, what you think. It's fun. Would you would this have fooled you if yeah. we didn't if you didn't know it was fake? Watch the original. Uh try to see if this would fool you. Let us know. 100%. Um why don't we get into a little bit of space news? Um, well, December 6, 2020, after six years in space, the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency's Hayabusa 2 spacecraft will finally return to Earth with the collection from the asteroid Ryugu. Nice. This, Ryugu? Yeah, yeah, I think we fucked up. I think we said- Hayabusa 2 We said the NASA one was the first one to collect from a a comet or asteroid. This Mm -hmm. is the first one. They got, yeah. they got like, what, a couple hundred milligrams of sample or something to drop off. Yeah. Pretty red. So um, it'll be very cool. So maybe we'll have some Venom-like symbiotes on Earth yeah, very shortly. Soon. Soon. Uh, yeah, sure. We won't know till December 6th, but uh, that'll be interesting. So look, when's when's the December 6th? Um, we probably won't know anything. A se- uh, oh, couple weeks from December. now. December 7th. Look for it on the December 18th Alien Theories (laughs) Space News. Um, See if there's anything else. Um, What else did I have here? Oh, we're about to witness a super rare planetary alignment not seen for 800 years. Mm. Uh, Stargazers are in for a treat over Christmas as Jupiter and Saturn will get closer to each other in the Earth sky than they have been for nearly 800 years. Um, so get your telescopes out cause it's going to be, uh, very interesting between December 16th and 27th. You're, you're going to be able to see them. Where did I have it written down? One fifth, the diameter of a full moon. They'll be separated by. They're going to look as one bright star. Cause they're gonna be so close in the sky. They're going to look like they're going to be one star. Obviously they're not that close, but just the way they are aligned once every 800 years, it's going to look like one planet in the sky unless you get a powerful telescope and zoom in and we will rename and they will become one planet and we will rename them jupern or satupiter i like satupiter scientists haven't figured out a name yet lord of the moons (laughs) that's dope fuse into one mega planet Um, what else did I have here? Asteroid hunting telescope is being urgently taken down to avoid a catastrophic collapse. This is very bad news. Yeah, very bad news for us. And, you know, our efforts to avoid a cataclysmic event. 
Um, the we, we talked about Eric, it. We talked about it in the Eric, summer at Arecibo. Arecibo, yeah, observatory. Mm-hmm. So it it had like a it had a failure back in like was it July, where one of like, like that. one of the support lines snapped, yeah, and it ended up crashing into the array and put like a hundred foot hole. And then they were they've been actively trying to figure out how to fix it. And while they're actively trying to fix it, a even bigger support like guy wire collapsed or snapped, making an even bigger hole in the array, rendering the whole satellite array, the radio telescope. Is it the biggest in the world or second biggest? It's one of the biggest. It's one of the was, biggest. I think the biggest one might be in China now. It's, bur- yeah, it's been around for years and years. Biggest. They are going to have to now dismantle it because it's you cannot save it. It's toast. Yeah. Dead. It's dead, unfortunately. So we're in the dark. We don't know if asteroids are coming to hit us. We don't know. RIP Arecibo Observatory, the 1,000 foot, 305 meter radio telescope in Puerto Rico is dead. RIP. <laughs> um, did anyone else have any space news? Nope. Let's um, fire up the randomatron. No. Let's if do you it. don't have any more. Randomatron coming up. Let's see what it spits out. Oh, yeah. Woo! And just before I read this, I got a printout here. Uh, I just want to let everyone know Space News. Uh, most of the Space News is found on sciencealert.com. It's it's honestly the best website I've been using it for the last couple of months. It gives you such diverse, interesting news. Um, I, we're not sponsored by them or anything, but we should be because they're awesome. We love I we Check love Science out. Alert here. Follow them. Um, yeah, if you want, if you're interested in this kind of stuff, they they do all sorts of like science, tech, space, and you can filter about what you want to see. It's awesome. Really, really good. Yes, there uh, is. UFO case file of the week. Turner, Harry Joe. Boom. On the 28th of August, 1979, at almost midnight, truck driver Harry Joe Turner was driving through Virginia. Suddenly, the lights and radio, CB radio, and engine of his truck cut out. He saw bright lights in his rearview mirror and something dark flew across the top of the vehicle. Although the truck was apparently still coasting at over 70 miles per hour, an entity ripped open the door, jumped in and grabbed Turner's shoulder. Turner, however, was not diplomatic in his response. (laughs) <laughs> he pulled Excuse out a me, re- he pulled out a revolver <laughs> he pulled out a revolver and fired a bullet into yes. the entity causing it no harm whatsoever Ooh. shit turner passed out when he came round he was in a parking lot at fredericksburg some 17 miles away Although apparently there was over a hundred miles worth of fuel gone from the truck. Is <laughs> this some Fast and the Furious shit? <laughs> they fucking jumped on, stole his fuel and his cargo. <laughs> Siphoned off his gas just to leave him there. <laughs> it's the family. 
Uh, where was I? Uh, one of his radio aerials was burned and the other was sheared off. And there was apparently a thin film of material covering the cab. The witness passed out on his way home again and came to in a local hospital. So the witness, I'm guessing, is Joe Turner. Harry no, Joe Turner. Yes, Harry Joe Turner. I don't know if his name's Harry Joe or if that's just like he's, he's just he's a, a Harry Joe. description. Of it. Yeah. Old Harry Joe Turner. Um, no hypnotic regression was needed to fill in the missing time. His mem- his memory came back unaided. After he had shot at the entity, the truck had apparently been lifted into the air and into a hovering craft ab- above. Mm. On board, Turner encountered humanoids dressed in white clothes and caps covering their ears. <laughs> you could have just said caps. I don't think anyone cares about that fucking detail. Uh, he was apparently operated on and a device implanted into his left side, which gave the aliens control over him. This is like real life cross country Canada. Basically. <laughs> right? Real life. Put the truck back down and um, it seems that he was taken on a tour of space was able to examine Neil Armstrong's footprints on the moon and saw cities on planets orbiting the star Alpha Centauri hmm. after this experience he claimed he had gained psychic powers and had many more contacts with the aliens he took an interest in religion and apparently made a determined effort to understand his own experiences. Anal- <laughs> Do it. Yep, say it. What do you got? Well, I know this word, but for some reason I can't yeah, remember. That's, 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 that's what I mean. What is it? Analysis of I think it's because I always joke and say anal cis that I can't, I couldn't <laughs> remember how to say it. Sec- he took a it's 10 stuck. second pause to think about it. <laughs> Can you the edit word. that out so I don't seem so dumb? Nope. Analysis of the physical traces relating to the encounter proved inconclusive. There was nothing that could not have been done deliberately, and there was some controversy surrounding Turner himself with some of his colleagues believing him to be hoaxing to be bigger than he is and others believing he is an honest man. That's the story of quick draw, Harry Joe, Harry Joe, quick draw revolver. I like it. <laughs> I like that. He was not diplomatic. You, sir, no, but- relieve your hand from my shoulder. <laughs> I think it will be in a big enough badass to pull out your revolver, revolver and shoot at a fucking alien and then pass out after. Yeah. <laughs> Just took oh, all he's that. probably drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, who knows? That's a good story, though. Fucking hip fires the alien. It's the way of the and road. Then, but you see, he passes out because he shoots the alien. Nothing happens. And then he's like, oh, my God. A man's God. cab is his castle, man. He can't be coming <laughs> up in there, fucking ripping off the, the doors cab, and grabbing my shoulder. Cab is, fucking, cab is my tossed castle. a piss jug at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's lucky, yeah, lucky you didn't get a face full of piss on my bottle of sunshine right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, let's. Uh, who we got for a theory of the week? Well, before, before, before theory of the week, I just want to talk about... Uh, 
we forgot to talk about before. When are we, when are we releasing Cosmic Channels? I was thinking December 1st. Boom. December 1st. Good. First, we're going to release five episodes. So if you, uh, it's been, you've been able to subscribe to Cosmic Channels, our call-in show. It's been live for a bit. There's been some people do it. But if you can, hold off. Don't push subscribe or follow or anything until December 1st. Don't even 1st. look at it. Don't even look at it. <laughs> December 1st, search for Cosmic Channels on Spotify or any other podcast platform. Obviously, we prefer Spotify, but you can do whatever you want. This is going to be everywhere. December 1st, Cosmic Channels, the call-in show. Spotify number one, the rest, whatever. <laughs> Anywhere, though. December 1st, Cosmic Channels. Don't forget. It's going to be awesome. We're recording December 1st. December 1st. Like and subscribe. Booyah. And leave us a five-star review on Cosmic Channels as well. Do it. Do that shit. All that fun stuff helps the show. Uh, theory of the week. This week, we're going to give it to Rohan Weston for uh, making me in my namesake as the Man of Steel with fangs with blood <laughs> flying on Superman's starch, body. Yeah. Perfect. I thought it was great. He, This guy knows what's up. Weston, Rohan Weston, theorite. <laughs> Capturing the true essence of Zell. <laughs> That's a true story of Man of Steel or Iron Man, hey. depending on which way you want to you put it. Well, instead of getting your power from the sun, you get him from McCormick's candy That's, bananas. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 100%. That's what it is, yeah. They're both yellow, right? Yep. So are russets. Yeah, that checks out. Science are russets? No, man, the Yukon gold. Everyone knows that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Rain's favorite part of the show. Oh, yeah. Everybody's favorite part of the show. Yeah. This is the best part. People only I've turn in. i the whole show for just for this. Here's it's the a, whole reason I do the show. Some other news. This song, the outro version of, of Alien Theorist Theorizing... Is actually called Ascension by Zeltron. Will be available November twenty seventh on all streaming platforms. If you want to just get that, you shit. want you want some epic music for your sports team. You, you know, look up Zeltron Ascension. I'd appreciate it. This week, supporting on Patreon, we have Zach Cheek, Casey Lambinus, Kyle. Antonio Reza, Andrew Smith, Matthew Wickland, Richmond Robinson. There's always one. Julia, Julie Kreiselmeyer. Kreiselmeyer. Sounds right. Justin Woodland and Jens. John, thank you very much for supporting the show. If you want to support your show, support your favorite podcast, head over to patreon.com slash alien theorist podcast or find the link to our Patreon in the episode description. Stay tuned for After Hours, a bunch of bonus content and a whole bunch of other goodies. We'd appreciate it. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the sky. Peace, everybody. <laughs>